Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Hey everyone, welcome to the Friday edition of the Lead X Leadership Show, also known as Fan Mail Friday, also known as Kevin is in Miami and is too exhausted to go out and play. In just a minute, I am going to be answering questions from a mom of one-year-old triplets who wants more energy to get to all the other things she wants to do. And I'm going to be answering a question about the right way to create and distribute an agenda for O3 meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings. But first, I have to implore you, go leave a quick rating review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Those are our lifeblood. And visit leadx.org, L-E-A-D-X dot O-R-G, and check out the LeadX Academy. It's the single easiest way for you to stand out and to get ahead. For the price of like one latte a month, you get dozens of really cool video-based courses, executive book summaries, and we're releasing a whole lot more. That's leadx.org. Now listen, if I sound a little different this week, if you hear some horns or other noise, some revving engines in the background, it's because I'm trying something different. You know, I'm always experimenting with this podcast. It turns out I'm down in Miami and it is gorgeous down here. I'm from Philadelphia. We just had like four snowstorms in three weeks, including one on the first day of spring. It was awful. So it's beautiful down here in Miami, but I'm so busy. I'm just sitting here in my hotel room working away. And one of the things I needed to do was to get this weekly podcast out to Katrina for production. And I thought, let me just record it on my MacBook Air. I'm not in my studio. I don't have a controlled environment. I don't have a $1,000 microphone I'm using. Let me just rant at my MacBook and see how it works. But it might be a little noisy in the background. I might sound a little bit different. There's a guy named Russell Brunson. For all you solopreneurs, consultants, wannabe consultants, you should look up Russell Brunson. He's an internet marketer and can sometimes come off as a little you know, pushy, crazy but has very innovative ideas uh, for online marketing for pretty much any kind of business. And for his podcast, he just speaks into his iPhone. He just carries his iPhone around. And in fact, he does it as a selfie video because then they post both the audio and the video for those who like video podcasts or wanna watch them on YouTube. And uh, to me, I always just thought like, wow, that's so rookie and everything. But it's all about the content, right? So I don't know. Let me know. Send me an email, kevin at leadx.org. Does recording on this MacBook Air matter to you? Can you tell the difference? Do you want me to try to do video-based ones, selfie videos so that you can see this on YouTube? As I'm getting busier and busier and traveling, I'm just trying to find a way to keep these podcasts going. Uh, I hope you had a good week. What's been going on in your world? Tell me. I want to know. Uh, my world, like, just in the last week, my daughter got into another Boston-based uh, university, so it's not one that I had visited. She hadn't been there in a couple of years. So all of a sudden, we're scrambling. I'm taking the Amtrak up, spending the day of Saturday uh, in Boston. And man, I should do a separate rant someday. I won't do one today, but all of these colleges, $50,000 a year tuition, Sixteen to $20,000 a year in room and board and fees. 
So we're talking, you know, 280, maybe 300 with travel. The price, I mean, you could literally pay cash for a ranch home in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And you would own your home outright if you took that tuition money and just bought a home with it. Think about all the other things that could be done with that money, the people it could serve. Like, I don't know, I think uh, college education, like at those prices, it people need to rethink it. There's, you're not doing it for the education, that's for sure. There's a lot cheaper ways to get the education. And that education, if it's a liberal arts degree, isn't worth it. It isn't going to help you to get that job. Um, I know not everybody's going to agree with that, but it breaks my heart when kids come out of, you know, with a bachelor's degree and a liberal from a liberal arts school and they can't get a job and they've got debt. They took out all those student loans. Anyway, I raced back from Boston, saw an old friend in Philadelphia for the day and then flew out bright and early to Miami, which I am just loving the weather. And I'm down here. I I don't know if I'm allowed to say the company name or not, so I'm not going to say it, but I just did a, a speech on artificial intelligence and the human resources industry, AI in HR. Uh, And this is for a really big company's CAB meeting. Uh, A CAB meeting, C-A-B, is a customer advisory board. And if you're part of a big company, you probably already know what these are. But if you're, again, small business consultant, et cetera, CAB meetings are phenomenal. It's a great way to build your business. It's basically saying, I'm gonna you know, take my most important customers, my most important clients, and bring them all together you know, for a day or a couple of days, usually in a nice location. And we are going to you know, bring in uh, <laughs> some entertainment, I guess that was the entertainment, you know, some kind of interesting educational thing. And then we're gonna talk with each other uh, about trends in the industry and what they want us to be working on. And here's the products we're going to release. We'll give you an early demo. What do you think of them? I mean, this is win-win. And you might be wondering, well, why would customers do all this for free? Well, why wouldn't they? I mean, first of all, you're usually bringing them to a nice location and whining and dining them. And that's fun. They get to network with their peers, which you know they want to know what other people are doing who are in their exact same role. It's also good networking if they're smart for career-wise, right? So you're bringing them to a networking event that benefits them. You're treating them really well. And then if they're truly a valued customer, they want to tell you how to get better. They want to tell you how to prioritize your services or, or functions or features. Now, from your side, you know, it's, it's tremendous you get a day or two days of bonding and rapport building and relationship building with them and you truly get that market insight. Now, there's lots of ways to do this on a smaller scale. Like even if you're just a solo consultant, you know, working out of the the spare office in your in your home, you could take your top 2 customers from last year and say, "Hey, I want to buy you guys a steak dinner at the nicest you know restaurant in town. You guys should know each other. I'll give you guys a chance to compare notes about what you're struggling with. And I'd love to tell you about the direction I'm going in with my consulting practice and just hear how I can be better. And it's just so you could even do it literally over a single meal. So these cab meetings are phenomenal. Hey, let's go to some questions from our listeners. But first, are you aware that on leadx.org, almost every Friday, we've got a free webinar? That's in addition to our free training of the day. So last Friday was leading without authority, and I'm forgetting, I apologize, uh, who delivered that for us. 
And the day that you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, the day it was released, then at, uh, I think it's 12 Eastern, it's fun as a competitive advantage. So make sure you just go to leadx.org, check out the events that are coming up to see upcoming free webinars. If you wanna see one of the ones in the past, those are in the LeadX Academy archive, of course. So check those out. Okay, first question from Lydia. I'm a new mother of one-year-old triplet girls in the UK. I'm struggling to get everything done that I want to, like spending max time with my girls, whilst also keeping a clean, organized home life, and developing my own skills, including language learning, my previous freelance illustrator aspirations, etc. I would love to have the energy to feel like I have the ability to work on all these things successfully. Lydia. Lydia, hey, thanks for the question and congrats on the triplet girls. So here's the thing. I will give you the short answer and then the longer answer. So you asked about energy and you can get the details of all this from all my articles on kevincruz.com or my book, 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management, or in the training in the LeadX Academy. But the short version on energy is focus on quality sleep, not quantity sleep. People talk about seven hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep, nine hours of sleep. It's less about that and how much deep sleep you're getting. So I'd rather see somebody get four hours or five hours of deep sleep, and you're probably laughing at me with triplet one-year-olds, <laughs> but I'd rather see deep sleep of fewer hours than you know interrupted sleep of eight hours. So there's all kinds of ways you can do that. And for the average person, including you know keeping the sound out of your room or wear earplugs, keeping the light out of your room or wear a mask. Sometimes people use white noise machines, telling family members to be quiet and leave you alone getting someone to get up first when uh, the triplet girls are crying in the middle of the night, whatever that is, try to get as much deep sleep cycles as possible. Second, you gotta drink a ton of water. I'm talking like almost a gallon a day. You'll be running the bathroom all the time, that is true, but water is an energy supplement. 20 minutes of cardio in the morning, it could be fast walking around the block. It can be with a triple stroller, but you're not doing it for your body. You're not doing it to lose weight. You're doing that cardio for your mind. Your mind will perform better. And then, you know, the last thing, which is a lot of uh, parents with young kids do this anyway, you know, instead of like a couple of big meals a day or three big meals, you more want to like graze. So it's like four to six small meals that are low or slow carb. So you're gonna avoid those peaks and valleys, those glucose peaks and valleys. Um, easy for me to say, harder to do, but that's how you're gonna just end up getting endless energy. Uh, the other thing when it comes to time management and productivity for anybody, it also comes down to like, what do you really value? You just have to be intentional. So you want uh, to develop your own skills. Well, is that both language learning and pursuing freelance illustration? Or for now, would language learning be enough? And does that mean spending a few minutes on a language app on your phone every day? Or does that mean attending a class three nights a week? No one right answer, but just be intentional with what you intend to do. And then finally, this is just like the advice you didn't ask for. You know, a single dad with three kids, I remember when uh, they were very small, it was hard. I mean, my life was miserable. Um, kids are the greatest thing in the world. My kids are the greatest thing in the world to me, and they're also the hardest. 
And as I tried to do my entrepreneurial stuff, I also found that I was always on this guilt stress yo-yo. If I was doing things for myself, like work-related stuff, I was guilty that I wasn't spending more time with the family. And of course, when I was spending time with the kids, stacking blocks or reading the same book for you know 50 times in a row, the, all those things we do as, as parents, well, then you know I was stressing out all the things I wanted to do for myself or basically things at work. So you know whether you have a, a job outside the home or not doesn't matter. It's sort of just, um, it is a rough time raising little kids. And every year, of course, gets better. It gets a little better when they start sleeping through the night. It gets a little better when they don't uh, always need to be in a stroller. It gets a little better when they get out of diapers. Um, it gets better when they start driving at age 16 and you don't have to be a taxi cab, you know, all of the time. So, you know, my message is just, Lydia, be gentle with yourself. Like if I could dial the clock back, I would say, Kevin, your hands are full as a, as a dad, you know, for a few years here, like cut yourself some slack on the exercise, on the clean house, on the hobbies, on the keeping up with friends of helping the siblings or whatever it is. Like the kids are, are just so time consuming, you know, be gentle with yourself on everything else. Now I have another question. Now this one is about, you know, management and those one-on-one -on -one meetings. I got a great email from Principal Lott, who uh, I spoke about on a previous episode, and he's been really taking the LeadX uh, principles and podcasts and putting them into place. And he says, I have weekly meetings with my number one direct report, another weekly meeting with my entire team. During the 03 meeting, one-on-ones, I do not share my agenda beforehand. We discuss the points and she takes notes as I move through the agenda. We're fairly well in sync, so there are rarely any surprises in the meetings. During my team meetings, however, the agenda is on a shared document online, which all reports can see days before the meeting. They can actually see my scratch notes as I build the agenda. During the meeting, I make notes in the shared document and many items turn into action items. So the question is, should I be sharing my agenda beforehand or not, or am I just overthinking it as I see benefits to both? Principal lot. All right, so principal lot, again, thanks for being an educator, thanks for that question. And the big variable is just the fact that you're holding O3 meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings of any kind. So, I mean, that's the big win, you're doing great stuff. And how you, the details of the agenda are less important. Having said that, ideally, the agenda would be ahead of time. Uh, and this is because ideally, this is the employee's meeting, it's not your meeting as the manager. Now, the system we teach, of course, is that you are facilitating the discussion by with questions like, what's on your mind? What's your most important task this week? How can I help? So you are kind of covering the bases, and then the last five minutes of your one-on-one -on -one is for you to then go through your agenda, but ideally, it's their agenda. So there should be a shared doc that they are putting things on so that you can prepare ahead of time. Maybe they wanna ask you about uh, something that happened at the school district meeting, you know, some controversial topic. Maybe there's some parent that's <laughs> causing some problems, those parents, uh, and they wanna get an update on it. I don't know what the issues are uh, in your world, but maybe they have things they could put on the agenda as well. So philosophically, a shared document is great because it's really a joint meeting. Now, having said that, 
for my own meetings in the real world, most of my team members, I actually don't even have an agenda. The nature of their work is such that not a lot changes week to week. The risk of things derailing is fairly low. But for the one team member who is juggling a lot of projects with short deadlines, with high risk of bad things happening if something derails, I do keep an agenda and I usually just put it into the notes field of the calendar entry. It's a shared calendar entry, so she can just keep looking at it throughout the week and she can add things to it as well. I really should move this to a Google document or a Google spreadsheet of some kind and just haven't uh, really gotten around to do it. Principal Lot, I hope you find that helpful. Again, thank you for being a listener and for all your support. Friends, remember, over the next 10 years, I want to spark 100 million intentional leaders. I need your help. I need you to tell them about the LeadX show. Tell your colleagues it's the smartest way to start their day. Remember, we are leading whether we want to be or not. If leadership is influence, we are influencing with our words and our silence. How are you going to lead today? 